We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. I thank the Lord for being here and thank the Lord for every person that's here and got a nice crowd this morning. Uh, in spite of the fact that we got a number of people that's out sick and a number of people that's vacationing, and uh, we remember, need to remember them when we pray. And uh, But we thank the Lord for every person that's here and especially uh, each visitor that we've got. We especially thank the Lord for you. I have a scripture I'd like to share this morning that uh, came on my heart as I was praying about opening scripture. This is in the fourth chapter of the book of 1 John. I'd like to read verses 9 and 10. And this was manifested, and of course that means shown forth. That's what manifested means. And this was manifested, the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, which means atonement, sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And so uh, we couldn't love God like we're supposed to if he didn't love us first. He puts his love in us and then we're able to love him. And so let's all stand for just a moment of prayer. But I love that scripture as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us be here again this morning in your house. Thank you for the Sunday school we've already had, God, and the blessing we got in Sunday school. Thank you, God, even for the fellowship and the, uh, the blessings that we got as we come together this morning. God, I, I just praise you today, God, for letting us be in church. God, we just ask you to bless this service this morning. Lord, please help us this morning that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we need to do that. And Lord, we know you want us to do that. And God, we just pray for the service today. Pray for the choir. We pray for whatever else is done, special singing, testifying, preaching. And God, I pray today that you give us great convicting spirit to speak to the hearts of people. God, speak to the lost that they might see their need to come to the altar and get saved. God, speak to your children that might not be serving you like they should, that they'd come and get in. We ask you all these things, God, in Jesus' loving name and for our sakes, and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir.
Like I say, we're glad to be here this morning. Thankful for what we can feel. Uh, ask at this time if everybody will stand. And uh, ask if anybody's got an unspoken prayer request. Remember all those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request? Remember that. Remember that one. Oh, yeah. It says, uh, pray for um, Ed Swint's family, uh, Charlie Griffith, and his wife, Janine. I was wondering. I didn't know what it was up here. <laughs> Anybody else have a prayer request? Remember that. Anybody else have anything? Remember that one. Remember that one. 
lot to pray for this morning. Anybody else have anything before we go to the Lord in prayer? saying things don't last forever and that's true a lot of things get old and they don't last forever yeah. but uh, the choice that you make when Jesus when God yeah. calls you that choice will last forever Amen. if you choose right you'll go to heaven and that'll last forever but on the flip side if you choose wrong and you turn the Lord away you'll go to hell and that will be forever appreciate that one of the many things that are black and white in the Bible. It leaves no doubt either way. Let's really pray for conviction this morning. Uh, I mean, we've got folks in the house that are lost. Uh, we've got folks in the house that are struggling. And uh, we've got folks in the house that are doing real good. And uh, if we all get together and we humble ourselves and we really pray for a service that the Lord can come into, God will pass by. I fully believe that. Uh, but we've got to get out of the way. Anybody else before we go to the Lord in prayer? Yeah, appreciate that. Nobody else has anything. We're going to ask Carl to lead us. I'd like to ask if anybody's got a song or a testimony on their heart this morning. Anybody at all? Pray for Brenda.
need your prayers. I wouldn't be up here if God hadn't given it to me. And uh, I pray that he has, a, has someone that uh, can be touched by it. Pray for me. I was in sin's prison, oh, so dark and cold. Just a lost sheep wandering from God's eternal fold. Then the door swung open, Jesus spoke to me. I have signed your pardon, now you may go free. Jesus signed my pardon, this I truly know. Took my place at Calvary, now I won't have to go. All my life I'll give him, he gave his for me. When he signed my pardon, there at Calvary. When my Savior led me from that awful place, I could hear the angels, they sang amazing grace. I knew that I was pardoned from life's sin and shame. So I joined their singing, well, glory to his name. Jesus signed my pardon, this I truly know. Took my place at Calvary, now I won't have to go. All my life I'll give him, he gave his for me. When he signed my pardon, there at Calvary. Now my life's worth living, since I've been set free. I'm glad that he was willing to save a wretch like me. Now I have a mansion, not a prison wall. Jesus signed my pardon. Oh, yes, he paid it all. Jesus signed my pardon. This I truly know. Took my place at Calvary. Now I won't have to go. All my life I'll give him. He gave his for me. When he signed my pardon, there at Calvary. love that song. That was good. Anybody else have anything? I'm pretty biased, but I, I love Brenda a lot. And uh, I enjoy when she sings that song. And uh, I don't know, it was a few years ago, the Lord asked me to sing it, have her sing it one time. And it killed me because I know that she's as nervous as a cat when she gets up here too. But I'm so thankful when she sings. She sings with something that's not just of this body, 
And uh, I appreciate that. I'm glad I can feel something in it. Anybody else have anything? If not, we're going to turn it over to our pastor. It sure is good to be here. Y'all got a song? Let's pray for them. Pray, church. Keep praying. I've been to the desert And I climbed the mountain high I walk through death's valley and it almost claimed my life. Yeah, battle scarred and wounded, but I'm still alive to tell about the grace that brought me through. How it saved my soul from hell. I never walked alone, though at times it seems that I was by myself. But every time I cried for help, Lord, you were always there see me through and I never lost a battle though Satan's darts they drove me to my knees yeah I've been through some hard times but I never walked alone I stood with my loved one Wondering what would happen next And I stood at her bedside Putting all my dreams to rest There in a thousand pieces My shattered heart upon the ground but he 
my darkest hour, Lord, you could still be found. I never walked alone, though at times it seemed that I was by myself. But every time I cried for help, Lord, you see me through and I never lost a battle though Satan's darts they drove me to my knees yeah I've been through some hard times but I never walked alone oh I never lost a battle Though Satan's darts, they drove me to my knees. Yeah, I've been through some hard times, but I never walked alone. Yeah, we've been through some hard times, but we never walked alone. I think about this song a lot. You know, I don't remember a lot when I was in the hospital, but I've, there's times I do remember. And I can remember watching a lot of church services and, and a lot of people requesting prayer for me. And I can remember being by myself. And this last time I was in, and Dale was sitting beside me. And all of a sudden I looked over at him and he had collapsed on me and it broke my heart but I knew that I wasn't walking alone and I knew he wasn't either and I knew God is always by my side and his side no matter what we're going through appreciate the songs we've heard, uh, specials and the choir songs and opening up. It's good to be here. And I want everybody to really pray this morning. Uh, I appreciate what I've already felt in this service. <clears throat> I want to read from the uh, second book of Peter in uh, chapter 1, but I want to share a verse from the book of Psalms uh, before I read this. It's in the 118th Psalms, verse 24. It's very familiar. The psalmist said, this is the day which the Lord hath made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, so I want you to pray, and I'll start reading here in uh, chapter 1 in the book of Second Peter. <clears throat> I want to start reading at uh, verse 16. So you pray very earnest. I'll give you a chance to turn there in the Bible with me. Okay, again, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 16. Peter said this, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. 
<clears throat> so let me pause just there. Peter's saying, we're telling you something we know about. This is not guesswork or a made-up story. This is the real thing. That's what Peter's saying. He goes on. Verse 17 said, For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. And so let me pause again. Back, I think it's maybe the 17th chapter of Matthew, 17th or 14th, I think 17th. Jesus took Peter and James and John with him up on a mountain. He was transfigured up there. He put on his glory. And the Bible said his garment shined as white as the light. And there was a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And, and there in Matthew it goes on and God said, Hear ye him. And so now this is, he's saying, we, we saw this. We know this. This is real. But, but listen here. This is incredible. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Now, you think about this. I was up on the mountain with the Lord. He was transfigured and put on his glory, and God spoke out of heaven, and I saw that, and I witnessed that, and he said, and we also have a more sure word of prophecy. Going here in verse 19 again. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. And so uh, I wasn't there on the mountain. I didn't see Jesus transfigured. I didn't see that physically happen. Uh, but in the Holy Spirit, uh, God let me know that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Let me know that he did die for me and raised from the dead. And uh, all the things uh, that I read, which the Spirit witnessed, boy, they're wonderful to me. But you know, you know what the best uh, thing that I've got that I'm the most sure of that goes along with this? If someone would ask me, said, what's the most important or the best or the most sure thing that you've got that you could tell somebody about Jesus that he's the Savior? I'd say, well, because I'm saved. I've got an experience in my life. Uh, this is more sure to me than anything else. I'm saved. I've got a time and a place that I can go back to. I know uh, in whom I've trusted, and I remember the time and the place. I remember when I was uh, down in the trespasses of sin, and it was darkness there, and I was lost and on my way to hell, and I remember when God lifted that burden. And uh, so back to the Psalms that I quoted to you there, uh, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Uh, uh, or which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'd like to use a text this morning. Uh, are you willing uh, to rejoice and be glad? Uh, the psalmist said, we will. Uh, he was talking about himself and uh, those around him that was following the Lord. We will rejoice and be glad in the day that the Lord has made. Now, I want to talk about uh, two different days. I want to talk about a natural day and a spiritual day. Uh, I want to talk about this day we're living in right now, this natural day. Uh, there's an aspect of that. Uh, we can rejoice and be glad in today while we're living right now. Uh, but if we're going to rejoice in these days, there's an eternal day that we've got to get in and got to rejoice in that. And that's what, the, that's what Peter was talking about here when he talked about a more sure word of prophecy. And he said, uh, said whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Uh, there was a day uh, that arose and a day star shined in my soul one time and Brother Mike, it's still there. 
It's still shining. Uh, we have a lot of days and we have a lot of nights. We have some bright times and we have some dark times, even figuratively speaking and spiritually speaking as we go through life. But I want you to know it's never been dark in my soul uh, since that uh, Saturday night as a 12-year-old boy when I bowed my heart and I trusted Jesus. Uh, the day star arose in my soul, Brother Ronnie, and the day star's been shining there ever since. And uh, I like sometimes when people talk about sunshine, they spell it S O N. There's a sunshine, an S O N, the Son of God. He's been shining in my soul. Well, now, I'm telling you what, uh, when I uh, came to an all repentance, I had to choose that day. The Bible said, Choose you this day uh, whom you will serve. I uh, want to give you another uh, scripture that I've got over here. This over in the book of uh, 1 Peter. I've been in 2 Peter, but over here in 1 Peter, uh, chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Listen to this. But ye are a chosen generation. Boy, talk about being able to rejoice. God chose us. Uh, he chose us out of sin, made us part of his own family. And boy, you talk about having something to live for. It's like that song that Sister uh, Brenda sang about. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, ever since I got out of sin's prison, uh, I, I found life worth living. That's what makes me happy today. I'm saved. There's lots of troubles and problems of life that you go through. A lot of uh, things uh, comes up against you that you don't understand. But eat, let me put it this way. In some of the most uh, deep heartaches that I've ever had and some of the most frustrating times that I've ever experienced. Uh, th sometimes uh, things will just hit you kind of blindsided. You use an old saying. Sometimes you just kind of shake yourself, say, where in the world did that come from? Why is this going on? Even in times like that, I've found if I humble my heart and really focus and try to get a hold of heaven, God comes through. Uh, some, of the, some of the times that I can remember with such joy, uh, I can rejoice and be glad. Uh, even in the midst of heartache, even in the midst of disappointment, even in the midst of grief, I remember uh, times in my life where I've uh, had loved ones that's died and uh, gone on to heaven and uh, my heart would be aching for them. I remember one time uh, when uh, my dad died and I felt real sad because he was gone, but I felt real happy for him because he was in heaven. And I, I said, God, how can I be feeling happy and sad at the same time? God said, because there's two parts to you. Uh, there's the natural part and the spiritual part. Uh, in nature, uh, you feel sad because you loved your dad. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with feeling grief and sorrow. That's part of life. Uh, but on the other hand, in my soul, uh, I had joy. I could rejoice and be glad uh, that he testified of God's saving grace. Uh, I'd had a spiritual witness of him in my life. Uh, we had a connection. I knew he'd gone to a place that I'm going to one of these days. Boy, talk about rejoice and be glad. Uh, if you live for the Lord, uh, you can rejoice and be glad. Uh, uh, but you need to get saved first. Uh, so listen, uh, let me move on a little bit uh, to another Another scripture I want to share with you. Now this back here, it's also in the book of Psalms, over the 96th Psalm, starting verse 1. I want to read the first three verses. I want you to think about this. Now, remember, we've been talking about God's eternal day. You've got to get saved to get in that. That brings you out of darkness, puts you in the light. And so, but here's what it says in the 96th Psalm. This is talking about the day by day. Now, over here in the 96th Psalm, oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Singing to the Lord, all the earth. Boy, that's part of the rejoicing and being glad. We need to be on the job for the Lord. Listen, now down here at verse two, singing to the Lord, bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Now, if I'm gonna be happy in this life, I need to be letting my light shine. How do I show forth the salvation of God? I live for the Lord and move in the spirit. 
I think Brother Carl mentioned in Sunday school this morning, he said, I think we as God's children, if we're not in a place where we've got the lost on our mind, if we're not praying for them, if we're not in a place where we've got a burden that we can carry for the lost and we're not concerned about them, got our mind on other things, he said, he said, he put it personally. He said, if I get like that, I don't think I'm where I need to be with the Lord. I said, amen. We need to be showing forth like the Bible said, here, show forth his salvation uh, from day to day. Now, listen to what it says. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all the people. Boy, I'm telling you, I like that. We need to declare his wonders. Somebody said, well, preacher, I can't do that. I, I'm not a Bible scholar, and I'm not a preacher. I'm not a Sunday school teacher. If you've been saved by the grace of God, uh, you can let your light shine. You can tell somebody about Jesus. Uh, you can let somebody know that you have heaven in your soul. I want to go back here again into the book of 2 Corinthians. Uh, listen to this. I want to start reading chapter 4 and verse 3. You pray real hard. Uh, let's go back, kind of pull these two things together. Now, down here in chapter 4, verse 3, 2 Corinthians. But if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. For we know the gospel. It's touched our hearts. Uh, we that are saved, we've trusted. It. If it's hid, it's hid to them that's lost. Well, when the Bible over here, where we read to you over here in the book of Psalms, where it says uh, to show forth his salvation from day to day, that means be part of getting the gospel out. You say, well, that's the preacher's job. It's everybody's job. God calls men to preach the gospel, uh, but everybody's saved by the grace of God. We're a team. We're on God's team. We're in God's family. And so if our gospel, here it says again, 2 Corinthians 4 and 3, but if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Listen to this. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So the old devil wants to try to keep people in the dark. But all but listen to this. Uh, verse 5, for we preach not ourselves. Uh, we're not uh, telling how good we are. The preacher's not saying, oh, look at the preacher. Uh, heaven forbid. I'm just a failure. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. And, and we've got a lot of good people here, but I don't preach them for salvation. I've got to preach Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, uh, dead, uh, buried, resurrected. But let's go on down here. Again, we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants for Jesus' sake. Listen to this. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. See, we're back to that day again. Uh, God that made light in the first place. You can read back in Genesis in the creation. Uh, uh, God divided the light from the darkness. Boy, I'm glad God's got control of things. God who hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Listen to this. He hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Well, we've got a real God. Are you willing uh, uh, to do what uh, David said back there? He said, we will rejoice and be glad in it in God's day. So first of all, are you saved by the grace of God? If you're not saved by God's grace, I'm sad to tell you, you're on your way to hell. That's like Brother Sean testified a while ago. Uh, there's no question about that. You know, so many things in this world, they'll say well, this is 90% certain or 80% certain or 99.9% .9 certain. I'm telling you what, when it comes uh, to salvation, it's either 100% yes or 100% no. You either have it or you don't. If you're not saved, you're on the way to hell. If you don't get saved, you will die and go to hell. I, I'm sorry it's that way, uh, but I've got to tell you 
that. I, I would be an error if I didn't tell you the truth. You've got to get saved if you're going to go to heaven. And so uh, you can rejoice and be glad in the Lord. You've got to get saved in order to do that. Now, once you get saved, listen, what we've been reading about and talking about, we need to let our light shine. We need to let the gospel be known. We need uh, to declare the gospel of Jesus Christ through our lives, uh, through our words, through our actions. Uh, let me ask you a question today. If you're here and you're saved, have you been living for Jesus? If you haven't been living for him like you should, that doesn't mean you have to be an awful person. You don't have to be a, an outlaw to be out of fellowship with God. But listen to me today. If you're here and you're safe and you're not living for the Lord like you should, I'd like to see you come and make a new commitment today. Uh, just come, renew your commitment to Jesus Christ. I've done that before. And I'll tell you what, I remember a time in my life as a young man, I wasn't where I should have been with the Lord. I wasn't out doing a scandalous, ungodly things. Not at all. But I just wasn't living for God. I wasn't going to church like I should. Wasn't, wasn't telling people about Jesus. Wasn't praying for the preacher like I ought to. Wasn't hardly praying about anything. Didn't read my Bible. I was just going my own way. Uh, to use a common phrase, kind of doing my own thing. Oh, but he got to worry I me. Mean, I got kind of feeling condemned and convicted about that. And I was in church one day and Siegel Newport was preaching and I hadn't come planning on rededicating my life or making a, a new commitment. But I felt something stirring my heart. I thought I need to do something. I need to get where I can help somebody because where I was at, I couldn't be a help to anybody. And so God stirred my heart and I got up and I come out of the seat from where I was at. I come and I prayed and boy, I, I felt like a load was lifted off of me. I was already saved but God restored the joy to me. See, the psalmist one time in the Bible, uh, he asked God, please God, restore to me the joy of thy salvation. I'm telling you what, if you're not where you can uh, rejoice and be glad, something needs to happen. Something needs to change. Why would we be willing to let ourselves go through life and miss out on the best part of life and all the joy that's connected with it? I'm telling you, if we're not in, we need to get in. And so get your song ready. That's probably enough preaching this morning. Are you willing to rejoice and be glad. God made it possible. We can all rejoice and be glad in the Lord in his day. And so if you'll do that while we're getting ready, let's all stand. If you're here and not saved, you need to get saved. I want to ask you to come and pray. If you're here today and you're just not where you need to be with the Lord, don't be embarrassed to come. Be embarrassed not to come. We owe it to God to be willing to do what it takes to rejoice and be glad in God today. While we sing, will you step out and come? Wherever that you're at today, would you just step out and come? Please obey the Lord. I'm telling you what, it doesn't matter where you're at. People get out of your way if they need to. Just head this way. You'll get here. God will help you. Please obey the Lord. Please come. I, boy, I feel the Lord this morning. I feel a need for somebody to come. Would you come? If you lost, come and get saved. That's God to save you. If you haven't been living for the Lord, come and make a renewed commitment to him. Say, God, you can put it in your own words, but something like this, God, I haven't been serving you like I ought to. You know that, God. But Lord, I want to get back in. I want to feel power. I want to be able to rejoice, feel the joy again. God, help me to get back in where I can have power with you, Lord. Be in fellowship with you. Where I can help somebody else find Jesus. Every one of us, without a doubt, every one of us have somebody that's in our family or somebody that we know 
one of our friends that needs Jesus. And those people are looking at lives around them and they're looking at your life. When your friends and acquaintances look at your life, are you showing them the salvation that David spoke about? He said, show the salvation of God from day to day. Are you doing that? If you're not, come and get in this morning. Please come. Please come. I believe there's some folks needing to come. Oh, if that's you, would you just step out and come? Why wait? Why put it off? Why miss out on it? Why let the devil cheat you? See, the devil is a liar and a cheat. He will cheat you. He lies. But when God speaks, you can count on that. You can depend on the Lord when he speaks. God never lies. Listen, God that loved us good enough that he let his own son come to the cross and die, raised from the dead. And he suffered awful. Even before he died, he suffered awful. God that loved us that much, he let his son do that. He's not going to let us down now. This God that we're talking about, he's made it possible so we can rejoice, we can have hope, we can have joy in our hearts, we can have a life just like the psalmist said back there. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Would you move so that somebody can see Jesus in you? If you're here and you're not saved, would you come and get saved? Would you like to get saved? If you're not saved, you need to get saved. Come on, talk to Jesus about it. Obey the Lord. Would you come walk with me to the altar? I'd like to go with you today. I'd like to walk with you. Be honored to. If that'll help you, I'm happy to. Or just come go by yourself, it's all right. Or, or if there's a person close by you, let's do it this way. If there's a close person by you that you have confidence in as a Christian, and you feel the need to come, would you just reach out and get them by hand and say, will you go to the altar with me? I'm telling you, I'm confident they'll come with you. How about doing that this morning? Right here, right now, how about doing that? And church, obey the Lord. If God gives you somebody to reach out to or to speak to, do it. Obey the Lord. God's surely here. And this is the day the Lord has made. This can be the day that you get in God's big eternal day. Talk about rejoicing. Oh, hell is not a place I wanted to go. Who would? Nobody would want to go to hell. But you have to do something to escape from going to hell. What do you have to do? It's very simple. You have to reach out and trust Jesus. Repent of your sins. Just by faith, come to Jesus. He's already done the work that it takes. He's already done the work. He's the one that worked it all out. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. But he just wants you to believe in him. He wants you to trust him today. Would you come right now? Would you come right now? Please come. We're not here to embarrass you or shame you or judge you or pick on you. Heaven forbid. But we are here to try to tell you about Jesus and try to reach out to you with the help of God's Holy Spirit. And God, I believe, is doing the inviting. I, make, I say the words God gives me, but God does the inviting. Let's do this this morning. 
as we pause just a minute from singing with heads bowed, with heads bowed and eyes closed, not trying to put you on a spot or embarrass you. And we're not going not gonna to do that, not going to call you out or come to you like that. But if you're here today as the piano's playing softly, boy, this seemed like such a sweet time to me. If you're here today and you're lost and you know you need to get saved, whether you feel like coming to the altar or not, you just want the prayers of God's people, would you just raise your hand and say, that, yeah, I'm lost. Say, I'm lost just by raising your hand. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. It's not going to embarrass you. But if you're not saved and you know you need to get saved, would you just lift your hand? Just quickly, you can put it right back down. Would you just be honest with God and yourself that way? I don't see anybody's hand. If somebody's raised a hand, I haven't seen it. I missed it. If you're hearing like that and if you raise your hand, just raise it again. Maybe wave it at me. Would you do that? Would you just raise your hand up? I appreciate that hand. Boy, that's touched my heart. That's touched my heart real deep. I appreciate that hand. Well, I sure do. Was anybody else? Anybody else here would raise your hand and say, pray for me. Okay, let me, let me change my question a little bit. If you're here today and you're saved, but you know you haven't been in the place you need to be to really show forth the kingdom of God. You haven't been in a place to show forth the salvation from day to day that the psalmist talked about. If you just haven't been in a place to really be a servant of God like you need to be, would you raise your hand? Would there be anybody to raise your hand to that? Just admit, I haven't been doing my part. If you're here and saved and you haven't been doing your part, would you just raise your hand quickly? Say anything about that. Appreciate that hand. Would there be another? Would there be another? Quickly. Raise your hand. Just saying, I, I haven't been doing my part. Okay, I don't see any hands, any more hands, but just that one. Okay, raise your hands, open your eyes. I want us to have another song. And, and, but let me say this before you sing. Listen, if you're here today and you realize you're lost, and I'm not trying to pick on you, and I'm not coming to you, I'm not trying to pressure you, but I know we had at least one hand that raised it. And boy, I'm telling you what, it touched my heart, it stirred my heart. If you're here and you realize you're lost and you want to get saved, would you come and let's pray today while we sing this song? Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. We'd love to have you come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. I'd like to pray with you today. I'm not coming to you. I'm just walking back the aisle. Just feel like doing that sometimes. If you feel like you'd like to get saved this morning and you feel like God's calling you, let's come and pray. Let's come and pray. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. And if you're here today, even if you didn't raise your head, that's fine. If you're here and you need to get saved, would you come? Would you come and pray? Come and pray. We like to see you get saved. There's a number of people here. I believe God's dealing with this morning. I believe there's a number of people. Well, oh, I appreciate this. Come, let's pray, buddy. Come, let's pray. Church, let's pray this young man. While he bows to pray, let's just get down and pray with him.
want to happen to you today? Okay. Did you ask the Lord to save you? Yeah. Did he do it? Yeah. <laughs> you, feel, you feel confident of that, don't you? Amen. That's good. That's good. I just hadn't asked you the right question. I'm thankful, Lord. Let's give him some applause. That was, a, that was a fine testimony. Now, you want to join church and be baptized and be a member of the church? Yeah. Okay. Can I hear a move and receive him as a candidate for baptism? All right. Move second by raising hands. All right. Praise the Lord. Boy, thank God for you. You can go back to Mama now. Give Mommy a hug. And, boy, I appreciate that move. Uh, that was one of my burdens this morning. And uh, I don't think we're done yet. Uh, God's moved so powerful and so sweet and spoke to so many folks. And I appreciate that move. Boy, that, that's worth it all right there. And I appreciate the spirit I could feel. And I believe surely there's others here that need to come this morning. And I appreciate that move. That was such a blessing. Thank the good Lord. But while we sing this song, whatever your need is today, whatever your case is today, that you're not where you need to be with God, if you're lost or out of fellowship with God, how about getting that fixed? Why, why keep it broken? <laughs> why keep it out of place? Why keep it messed up with agony and pain and heartache and sorrow in it? Why keep it like that? God can fix it. He's the only one that can. And he only will if you desire it to be fixed. God doesn't just overpower you and say, I'm going to fix this. Whether you like it or not, that's not the way it works. We need to reach out by faith towards God and ask him to help us. Now, also, I'll add this to it. The doors of the church here is open. If, you, if you're here and uh, you need to join this church, you're already saved. The door's open for you to do that. But especially, whatever your need is that God's telling you, if you're lost, if you're out of fellowship with God, whatever it is, or if you need to join the church, please come while they sing. Before I sing, I want to uh, share a thought. A while back, this song, getting ready to sing The Lighthouse, um, and it talks about Jesus is the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And I thought about how they hung him up on a on a hill, lighthouse on a hillside. Yeah, man. And they, they put him up between the heaven and the earth. Yes, sir. And uh, just out of my own curiosity, I started looking to see if there was any bodies of water anywhere in that geographical area where they could see that site from the water. Yeah. And what I found out was there was no natural body of water, but where Jerusalem is, if you go to one direction, You've got the Mediterranean Sea that's full of life. Yeah. And if you go the other direction, about the same distance, you got the Dead Sea that's completely oh, void of life. Amen. So they hung Jesus up in the sky between death and life. Yeah, man. And that's where he's still at, between death that's and good. life, and it's your choice. Oh, that's good. Amen. That's a great testimony. Listen and pray while they sing and obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Please come. There's a lighthouse yeah, man. on a hillside, yeah. and it overlooks light. I believe somebody sea. else needs to come. If that's when somebody I'm else's you, you need to come. It's Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. That God is so good. I might see.
and light that shines in darkness will safely lead me home if it wasn't for the lighthouse this ship would sail away so bad probably just on the verge of moving but don't stop just on the verge take that step and come on be happy and make everybody else happy and please God at the same time well I tell you what that's that's a win 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 situation will you come now come on come on come to Jesus I love that song. I love that song. Amen. Amen. Everybody, your move that lives around me. God's already moving. It's your move. Says, whoever he's speaking to, it's your move. It's your move. Come on. Don't wait. Come on. They don't sail here anymore. So what's the use of it standing around? Oh, but then my mind goes back to that starry night when just in time I saw the light from that old lighthouse. Still come if God's calling you. It's not too late if God's calling you. Come on. I still feel that burden stirring. God calling. Boy, come on. You can leave your happy instead of burden down. You can leave your happy instead of sad. And Jesus is the lighthouse. And and the song. All right. Anybody else got something on your heart before we come to a close? Thank God for his mercy and his saving grace. Thank God for his Holy Spirit. If nobody else has got anything, just be seated for a minute and we'll turn over to folks that's got announcements. Got announcements? Okay. All right. Do what? Oh, I get it. Yes, ma'am.
Okay. All right. Got some things I want to share with you. Uh, Lighthouse Missionary Baptist Church just across town on Grand Avenue. They're having homecoming the 26th of this month. That's two weeks from today. Uh, Cooper and Trey are supposed to preach that homecoming. And since they don't have service on Sunday night, I've been wanting to get Brother uh, Chris, pastor over there, back to preach. I asked him if he'd preach for us that Sunday night. And he said, God willing, he'd, he'd be happy to, be happy to try. So remember that. Then uh, a preaching brother named Paul Wayne Gooden, fine preacher, has preached for us before. And God just blessed him real good. He's pastor down at Buckeye uh, Missionary Baptist Church down at Pineville, Kentucky. Uh, God willing, Paul Wayne Gooden is going to be on, with us on the 10th of October. And uh, so remember those things. Now, there's going to be a funeral Monday. Uh, it's going to be at 1 o'clock, and that's for Ed Swint. That's going to be at Chamberlain Hucklery, and they're going to have a viewing from 11 to 1. Have two hours of viewing, 11 to 1, and the funeral's at 1 o'clock. And I talked to the family and asked them if they uh, had anything they wanted to do about singing. They said if, uh, if some folks from church could come and they could sing Amazing Grace. They said that would be what their real request would be. So, you know, if, if some of the folks can come out and sing Amazing Grace, they've asked me to preach a funeral. And so not only would they appreciate that, but I would appreciate, I'd appreciate that too. So remember those things. Now we've got some more here. Yes, Linda said they did. They asked everyone to wear a mask when you come to that funeral. And uh, so please remember that. And uh, so please join us for a baby shower in honor of Mally Messick. That's uh, September the 18th at 11 o'clock at the Westminster United Methodist Church. That's on 6650 Faulkner Road, Harrod, Ohio. So remember that. Remember the, the Messicks. And then... Uh, there's a letter here to us from Lighthouse Missionary Baptist Church. It says, Dear Lima Missionary Baptist Church, Lighthouse cordially invites you uh, for a blessed and joyous occasion on Saturday, November the 13th at 6 o'clock. Brother Steve Spees will be ordained as a deacon of the church. All ordained man, men planning to attend, please arrive by 5 o'clock and contact Pastor Chris Page uh, if you need to. It's got his number on here says, all are graciously invited to help us celebrate, and there'll be a dinner served after the ordination. And said, uh, they ask that we come, and if we can't come, ask us that we'd pray, be much in prayer about that. Okay. And then uh, there's a, a announcement here from the women's group, a food drive from September the 5th through September the 26th. Canned goods and sugar are needed most. And... Uh, Please place on the table at the entrance of the fellowship hall. If you've got any questions, please ask Ashley Roselle. And uh, now I know there's a couple more announcements, but somebody else might have them to make. If they don't, I'll try to get them at the end. But I'll turn um, we do have youth group today, um, so we'll meet out in the fellowship hall after church. Um, the little ones will stay until 3, and the big ones will stay all day. We are having chili and chicken noodle soup for um, lunch and some other goodies as well. Um, also, we'll be having choir practice then at 4.30, so if you're somebody that you're not able to stay now, but maybe you can come back, that would be wonderful. Um, and then we'll be having our get-together tonight after church at our house. Um, and then also I have some dates for you guys to remember for October. Um, 
On the 10th of October, which is a Sunday in between those services, we're going to be going to Furry Tail Farms. So um, that's targeted towards the younger youth, but the older youth are welcome to come too. So remember that date. And then October 23rd, um, we're going to be going to New Haven for the day. I, there's more details to come for that, but just so just remember that. And then um, on the 30th, which is a Saturday um, of October, um, the older youth, which is sixth grade and up, will be having their harvest uh, modest dress-up party over at the Voorhees house. So, and I'll give you a time and stuff on that later too. So just remember those dates. I think we got some more announcements about uh, uh, what we're trying to do to help the needy children. good that's good thank you for explaining that anything else any more announcements uh, yes that's right yeah the annual association meeting is uh, this coming saturday that's at lighthouse missionary baptist church 900 west grand avenue and that starts at 10 o'clock and so we need to need to remember that anything else and everybody's welcome at that meeting, but especially our, uh, you know, our messengers. Uh, we need to be there. And, uh, I'm looking forward to being there. And, uh, you know, I've been in some dandy meetings at those association meetings. They just, they've just been uh, actually been such a blessing. It seemed like as of late, just extra special. And, but those meetings are welcome and open and recommended for men and women. Uh, we go and have church service and uh, then we have some business to take care of and then have a meal afterwards. But uh, uh, it's worth going to. And, uh, you know, if you just even go for the church service and if you don't want to stay for the business, you don't have to. But uh, I'd recommend it come if you feel like it. And if you can't, well, pray because it's important stuff. Okay. That's a, again, that's this coming Saturday at 10 o'clock at Lighthouse Missionary Baptist Church, 900 West Grand Avenue. Anything else? Okay, if not, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. So we remind you again, there'll be the regular church offering that's being took up out there. Plus, they're going to be uh, have a couple of the young people, I think, uh, accepting donations for the school down there that Krista teaches at. Uh, that's uh, certainly in need, the children are, and so that's to help them. And so do that. Now, after I, after I have somebody pray, I'm going to ask our deacons back there to release the crowd a row at a time from the back uh, since the COVID numbers are back up I think that'd be just a, a little bit of a needed precaution that we could take and uh, you know as folks go out you know try not to 
make a great big uh, group in the middle of the foyer, just uh, leave room so people can get out or else, uh, you know, it's a good day, good pretty day. You can go on outside and visit if you want to. Uh, but thank you for being here and, and praise God for the service today. And uh, if nothing else, we'll ask Mike Westner. Pray dismiss him. Amen.